Welcome to the Freemasons Podcast, coming to you live from Morningstar Lodge number 47. Leave your aprons at the door, my brothers. Welcome to the Freemasons Podcast. I am your host, Right Worshipful Brother George Mudry, and with me tonight, Worshipful Brother Joe. Worshipful Brother Kev. We're up here again. We're going live. Tonight's episode is going to be Freemasonry and how it could improve the political climate as, of it, as it stands right now. And those who have or watched the news have seen, obviously, what the hell is going on. And it's, a, for lack of better words, a shit show divisive is the term that i would use but you know but uh we're gonna you. we're gonna talk about it tonight that's what uh we're gonna be covered but uh first thing just gonna quickly go through it freemasonspodcast.com we have uh ken is currently still working on the move campaign where are you at with that uh the site's pretty much done i mean a couple more days worth of work and i think we're good we just need a logo uh, a couple more pieces of information an email address you know really basic stuff but the overall design is ready to go awesome so. And that's going to be attached to the Freemasons podcast page. Killing me, Joe. We'll link out to it. It'll be a separate domain, completely separate entity. Um, But we will link out to it from all of our social media pages and stuff, obviously. Right. So uh, first thing we're going to do, we usually do, is we get into shout outs. But uh, (laughs) you guys want to... 300 and some odd (laughs) shout outs of our new likes? Let's do it. So this last... Really, we're going to go through them all? That's like 230. It would be be here all day. So I think what we should do is we had a ton of likes this last uh, couple of days, which and it really exploded ever since we did the whole uh, move campaign once we got that off the ground. And that has basically... that one post that we did has exploded into something that's I never thought it would be. we've already reached 30,000 people with it so and that's just on Facebook that's alone just on Facebook alone another yeah. 4,000 or so on Twitter um, and who knows yeah. how many others it's just Instagram the Instagram. analytics are a little sketchy on but I mean, <clears throat> we've had a up there too a good number of shares yeah. on the, that initial campaign. so with that all combined uh I think first and foremost, I want to say thank you to everyone who supported us, shared it, and continues to support and share it uh, as much as you can. Uh, please do because it's something we definitely want to get off the ground. But all the likes on Facebook, we're going to toast them. And so for all, what was it? It's well over 300. It was uh, 320 or so. 320 since likes. the last time we toasted them, yeah. That's pretty amazing. It was yeah. pretty amazing when, in like less than a forty-eight hour period, our number yeah. of followers on our page more than doubled. Yeah, it, it was, was just 
Absolutely Crazy. insane. Our so. cup runneth over. Let uh, let's toast them, brethren. Right hand to arms. To arms. arms. Ready. 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 Aim. Aim. Fire. Good fire. Fire all. Together, brothers. Viva! 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 I hit a wire. Yeah. <laughs> it's a little different when we all have headphones on, isn't it? Yeah, mm-hmm. there's more wires. Yeah. I could hear every little... Ooh, you fancy, huh? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you did it, mother... <laughs> don't start you know that, what? please. What? What? You know what? I don't know what you're all talking right. about. <laughs> so, uh, next thing we're going to do. I want to check to see if we have any Apple likes. Last time I checked, which was, I think, yesterday, we didn't have any new uh, recommendations. We did have a one-star review. Boo. I'm not going to even mention it. But uh, I just want to say that if you're going to leave a review. Be constructive. You know, and and you're going to leave a rating. Please. uh, Yeah, we don't have any new ones. uh, But please, uh, before you go and do something like that, if you know how to get us on the Facebook page, leave us a message with constructive criticism. You know, it, the when you give us a one star rating and a review, it hurts our credibility. It hurts our, our levels. And again, I don't mind three star or whatever. But if you're gonna give a one star review, at least just say why, just so we something we we can improve on. Yeah. So, uh, Washington's rules of civility. Hold on. Everything's so, all discombobulated in yeah. this room because well, of the meeting last yeah, night. Yeah, we had a Blue Lodge Council meeting here last night, so everything had to get torn down so that we can uh, we can do what we needed to do up here. Everything, Michael Alchin is off the rig. Everything worked out with the food? Everything worked out with the food, yeah. Okay. yeah. <laughs> you mean the restaurant? Yeah. It was, it was a whole thing. It was a whole thing. Okay. Yeah, we'll talk awesome. about it later. I'm just busting my <laughs> drawers, that's all. Um, but... We uh yeah we had Blue Lodge Council we actually did the perfect craftsman degree, and uh, Ken failed. I did. <laughs> you know what? In my defense, all like thirty eight candidates failed. So yes, they did every single one of them. And it was a trick question. It was a trick. question. It was a trick question. That's why everybody fails. I think. I mean, if it was a bus coming down the road, he walked right in front of it. Yeah, as it really did. And you know what? The master of the square said this was the first time that. An entire room failed, which I think he might be embellishing a little bit. Like I think everybody always fails yeah. all the time. Oh, yeah, okay, I failed. Because right. oh, yeah. I felt really stupid when he no, said no, that. No. I was like, there's, oh. a, there's a select few that actually. Nick, I let you down. So does that make you a less than perfect craftsman? Yes, that would make yeah. you an imperfect craftsman. Irregular. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, everybody fails. I mean, there's a select handful of people who don't, and if they don't pass on one part of it if they do pass on one part of it they will fail the other and actually ken got the second half of it correct yes so because that one wasn't a trick that it was obvious yeah and yet i saw a lot of people that had also mm-hmm. made the same mistake in that room i would say 50 percent 40 yeah. or 50 percent hmm. so. for anybody who's interested uh and this is i mean state to state it's it, this is not a quote unquote sanctioned de- degree. No, I believe it's, it originated in Connecticut, though. It did originate yeah. in Connecticut. But for any of our listeners who are in the local area and or want to come, we're going to be doing it in the third district here in Connecticut. Uh, it's going to become a yearly thing. So if you want awesome. to come see it, come come check it out. They're going to be giving you a dues card. It's a lifetime dues card. It doesn't cost you anything to take the degree. It doesn't cost you anything to you know remain a member. There's no dues amount. 
And uh, it, it's a good time, though. And it's, it's a really fun degree. It's fun. It's the a perfect lot of fun. craftsman degree is what it's called. Perfect yeah, craftsman. Perfect craftsman. And uh, it, it teaches you uh, quite a bit. <laughs> Doug Barry popped on. He said, there was four people last year that did not fail it. Oh, really? Wow, yeah. we are dumb then. There was two people in my group when I took it. I took it 2011 or whatever. I failed it. I failed it. I tanked it. Spelling involved? No, there was no spelling involved. I was cheating off of Rocco, too, and I still There was just one part that you're, you have you have to do or not to do, and or they, you know, they ask, and I don't want to get too much in detail, but they ask you to do something, and uh, yeah, I just tanked it. If, you're, if you were cheating off of Rocco, you must have been desperate. <laughs> yeah, I really was. Okay. There but, were a lot of people in the room. There's but if you're from other states and you want to come and check it out, it's a lot of fun. Really you'll cool. you'll really enjoy the night and coming up here and you'll have a good time. So we didn't post a picture of that, did we? I did. Oh, you did. I did gave it actually. Picture? I gave my pictures to Doug Barry. I don't know if he did. I didn't post in the third district, mm-hmm. but uh, yeah, we should right. probably debate whether or not we should post that picture. <sighs> we don't want to give too much away. I don't know. We'll figure it out. Yeah. Well, yeah. We'll let them decide. <laughs> yep. All right. What are we on? Uh, I forgot where we left off. I think we left off here on. Uh, yeah, I think it was the one right after. Uh, trying to uh, speak back. speak properly yep, okay. or whatever that one was. Undertake not what you can perform, but be careful to keep what you promise. We did that one. So this one is: Let thy carriage be such as becomes a man, grave, settled, and attentive to that which is spoken. Contradict not at every turn what others say. Well, this is. Perfect right. for this. Apropos. Absolutely perfect for our topic tonight. It says, that is to say, dress, walk, and act like an adult man, not like a t- child or teenager. When spoken to, listen carefully and provide an honest and serious answer. Contradicting everything other people say does not prove intelligence, just immaturity. Wow. What size shirt do you wear? Medium. 4T. Somebody posted Dressing up like a child. He's starting. Oh, <laughs> yeah. very nice. Yeah, very nice. Those tough skins that he's wearing. Ah, <laughs> uh, might be time to upgrade to the uh, huskies, there, pal. Yeah. Actually, gosh, gosh. We, uh, we had a fun little go back and forth when I called you Barney earlier, and then you guys basically lambasted me because you want to talk about the purple uh, project. Yeah, purple. so it's uh, Project Purple. It's. Uh, says the world without pancreatic cancer it's a pancreatic cancer charity that i've uh, participated in several races with raise money for uh, i believe they're actually located right across the street right oh, really? the train station yeah um great charity great people running it and of course george makes fun of the purple shirt so, so ken and i jumped on him right yeah, away great I make mean, fun of a small. cancer charity didn't even have a chance and then we played a little song for you yes uh, yes that, uh, i don't think we can no no but uh, anyway. anyway, it's a great charity. Check them out. I'll uh, be doing some future races for them soon. Uh, maybe I'll even throw something up on the page just so you guys can check them out. Yeah. Uh, let's see here. A couple other things. Let's do some uh, quick announcements, and then we'll get into the, the meat and potatoes of this one. But uh, Morningstar Lodge here in Seymour is going to be doing our car show on Saturday. And uh, if you want to go on the Morningstar Lodge Facebook page, you'll see the trophies that the high schoolers made in they are freaking cool. Those yeah. came out really cool. They're yeah, really cool. They make kids, them. Man. They make them custom every single year. They make them. It's from kids from the high school. They make the trophies. They're one of a kind. So if you get one, 
It's not yeah. like it's not like going down to Blanchett Sporting Goods and getting the, yeah. the plastic gold cover. Yeah. You know, it, they're really nice. So That would look great in my garage. That's all I got Yeah, they're all made from car parts. Yeah, but how's your car doing, by the way? Not done. <laughs> I don't think it's going to make it to the car show. It's a push-pull toe. So. <laughs> yeah, I guess we could call it a survivor or a trailer queen or something. I, could <laughs> it in. I mean, it looks nice. It's just not running. What do you got? 70 Plymouth Duster. <clears throat> yeah, slant 6225. Philip Butts asks, where is the show? The show is going to be at 2 Botsford Road in Seymour, Connecticut. Uh, it's going to be, I, I don't have the thing in front of me. I think it was 11 to 2? Uh, 10 to 2? I think it might be 10 I to 2. I think it's 10 to, 10 yeah, to 2. 10 to 2. Yep. Food trucks, Chaz and AJ from WPLR is going to be there. Uh, so it, he's a comedian slash car connoisseur himself. He's going to be one of the judges. The uh, high school is going to be, uh, you yep. know, while you're at it. Oh, I thought, you, yeah. <laughs> I thought that's what you are after. Um, he's going to be there, and it's going to be uh, live entertainment, all kinds of food, and uh, we'll be up there. There's uh, Liberty Ghost Hunters going to be up there. They're going to have a booth up there, and uh, I'll be up there as well. Are you going to come? Yes, I will be there. Oh. Um, I don't know if I can get there for like 8 a.m. to set up. I will be there nah. with my kids. And yeah, that's fine. Yeah. I'm going to be uh, having a podcast booth up there, so yep. you get to meet my, my goofy ass. Yep. And uh, Ken will be there. Joe is, uh, what are you I'll doing? I'll be off running a 5K obstacle course called the Rugged Maniac. So it's like a mud run, Spartan race, all that. I'll be wearing my, my racing kilt. So they'll be day. getting in shape while we're sitting around eating food. But I heard the puppet's going to be at the show. Yes. So. Yep. Puppet George will be there. He won't be really talking, but uh, he'll be there. Nah, he could be there for photos. You could be there for photos. So if you want to take the, a, uh, the pictures with the winners. Yeah, you could take. If you want to take a picture with uh, Puppet George, he will be there. So uh, come on up. Oh, uh, Philip Butts. He said, "Awesome in Rhode Island. I'll be there." Uh, you bringing cool. a car, uh, brother Phil? Just uh, curious if you're bringing your own car, or you're just coming to come hang out. Uh, but we'll be there. All right, so let's get into it. So um, we're not, again, we're Freemasons. We don't talk about religion or politics. And we're not going to definitely get into our own political affiliations. Uh, I think some of you know our listeners can read between the lines. But we're not going to be talking about that. We're not going to be talking about who's right, who's wrong, what's right, what's wrong. We're not getting into any bit of that. The whole reason why I'm bringing this up is because, uh, you know, Freemasons, we conduct ourselves a certain way uh, amongst each other. Uh, for instance, we have particular charges as Freemasons of things we do not do to a brother. And I wish I had my blue book, but I don't. <laughs> you mean the ritual book? No, no, no. The Blue Rules and Regs book that talks about all the different things you do oh, not do to a Mason. Maybe that's all on the internet now. It is. Oh, well. Access control. What's that thing you got over there? What's that thing you got all right, Maybe. fine. What are you looking for, the ancient charges? Uh, no, I'm actually looking for, like, Masonic offenses. I think it might be Section 8. Okay, you continue on while I did that up. Awesome. So uh, we we are charged inside and outside of Lodge. So basically, you don't stop being a Mason outside of Lodge. Uh, it's not like, you know, they wrap the gavel, everybody goes home, and you can just start acting however you want. We have a certain way of conducting, especially when you deal with a brother. And I'll give a perfect example is I drive for a living, right? So is is much traffic and, you know, and, and idiots on the road that I deal with, you know, especially not so much at work, but in my own car, 
well, work as well because, you know, I'm obviously not going to be, you know, dumping the finger out the window if I'm in a work truck because if they call my company, I'm getting fired. Sim- similar to Freemasonry. I have, a, I have a bunch of emblems on the back of my car showing that I'm a Freemason. So if I'm driving aggressively and or doing something that people are going to notice and say, hey, you know, that guy's a Freemason. Look at him. He's flipping the bird here. He's doing this. He's doing that. It brings a negative light to the craft. Blemishes the fraternity. Blemishes the fraternity. So that's one thing that I've become particularly careful not to do as a Freemason is to act like an ass in traffic. And everybody gets, you get angry sometimes. It happens. But you try to teal that or, you know, what's the word I'm looking for? Where you... Taper it back. Temper. 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 Yeah. yeah. So do the passions. And I'm bringing this all around to, to what we're going to talk about. And again, you know, there's in our in in our country we had a quite last interesting two days. But this has gone on for quite some time, particularly in politics, where uh, you have a lot of mudslinging back and forth vote for me because that guy's a douchebag or <laughs> you know you know don't vote for her because she's a bitch like in, in uh, again i'm saying on a grandiose that really doesn't happen but there's a lot of slander and name calling and it's i i look at it from again washington's rules of civility and decent you know these guys these these public figures are supposed to be our Representatives, mm-hmm. they're supposed to show, they're supposed to show the best that America has to offer, mm-hmm. and when they're name calling and and slinging back, and, and I'm not talking, I don't care, Republican, Democrat, Independent, oh, yeah, they both do it. Yeah, they both, they doesn't all, matter. They all do it. I always thought, you know, me. Let's just say, I run for president. <laughs> just hypothetical. Let's go with of it. Munchkin okay. land. <laughs> <laughs> I knew at some point it was coming. I knew it. I'm like, you know what? As I'm sitting here and I'm thinking about my conversation that I'm going to have in my work truck today, I'm just driving. Yeah, he's going to totally, he's going to totally say some shit to piss me off. But that's where Joe's going to interject. Yeah, that's where Joe. Yeah, that's where Joe's coming. Throw a zinger in there. But I think about it in all seriousness. I ran for president, and I was up against uh, somebody else who was not a Freemason. I always said the one thing that I would do. So I wouldn't throw mud. I wouldn't say a bad word about that other person. And they could they could ridicule me and they could hit me with everything they had. Nasty. And I would not fire back. Because, it, you know, they, they talk about integrity in politics and everything. And to me, integrity is not acting unbecoming of yourself. Or the country. Or me as a Freemason, a Freemason. And I often think about, like, what if our government, you know, they talk, you know, here we go, we're going to bring up Alex Jones and New World Order, Illuminati, everything. But you know what? Honestly, if Freemasons, I feel, we have our own arguments and peaks and quarrels that happen in Lodge, Mm -hmm. but it's done in a very respectful manner. And I think about, like, what if Freemasonry, all Freemasons were politicians? It would be a whole different climate in Washington than Mm -hmm. it is right now. Yep. Well, everybody would at least mutually respect one another. And the, the, it's it's a lost art is to mutually yeah. respect one another, and it's also a lost art, in my opinion, uh, to to have a healthy debate. 
Right. You can't disagree anymore without no. having it be a very binary right wrong right. thing. And that's that's where and that's just not politics. Society has gone that route. Uh -huh. And it's I have this conversation with people all the time. It's we can both be right in our own opinions uh -huh. and doesn't mean the other one other person's wrong. Yeah. And I social do. media amplifies it too. Absolutely. Right? Because oh, yeah. Absolutely. that like uh -huh. air of anonymity or at least I'm behind a computer so nobody can like walk up and slap me when I say something right. stupid. Well and one of the hottest topics uh, <clears throat> right now in, in politics is the gun debate. Uh -huh. And what, ten episodes or so uh -huh. or so ago we had our own discussion on uh -huh. that. And it was a very even-keeled exchange of ideas. Uh -huh. We had different opinions. Right. Nobody got heated. Nobody raised their voice. Nobody thought their opinion was better than the other. And we respected each other's right. opinions. And we, and we actually said, all right, there might be some merits on both sides of that. Uh -huh. yeah, there absolutely. might be a compromise there. And, and that's the problem with, uh, with the political scene right now. And something that we do in Freemasonry is no matter if... You know, it, I don't want to say that Freemasonry does have different cliques, if you will. I mean, every lodge has a group of guys who believe in one thing and a group of guys that believe in another. We had it, and now kind of we've all melded, and it's you know, and even still, we still have, you know, well, I don't think we should, uh, I don't think we should do this. I think we should do that. And there's no right or wrong answer. It's just a healthy debate. But what you see in politics now is that. It's so freaking secular. And you don't get one side of the fence going over and shaking the hand of the other side of the fence and saying, hey, let's sit and talk about this. Right, let's figure out. We've got a problem. Let's figure it out. You just don't see that happening. And, and there are a lot of people that say right now that it's impossible. And to that I say bullcrap for the same reason that Joe just said. We sat down. We had a debate. We have uh -huh. different political and in some cases, religious views, and we can debate mm -hmm. that in a healthy fashion and still come together as brothers and respect each other. Right. So it's not impossible. So I don't buy that. Joseph Schultz also said uh, some lodge meetings can get heated too. Absolutely. Yeah. They can get heated, but what happens when it gets heated? Boom. Yeah. Wrap that gavel. Wrap that, Wrap that gavel. gavel. Absolutely. And, you know, with that being said, you know, again, Masons have that kind of... Well, the master has that power, but Masons, you know, there's there's charges, there's rules against it to not become intemperate or or to keep your an even keel, basically right. is what I'm saying. And to subdue your passions. To, to keep yourself. Yeah, keep yourself even keeled. Within due bounds. Now, I think about that in a Masonic level, which is, if you want to <clears> compare <throat> it to politics on a low level. So if we're on this low level of having to keep, you know, are an even keel because our ancient charges and the the honor of a mason says that I'm not going to get mad. Why should politicians be? No, that's okay. They can they can you know run their mouth and talk shit to each other. You represent the country. Mm. Yeah. Why are your standards different? Why are your standards different? Like how come that shouldn't be a rule to them? Like mm. you're supposed to represent our country. You're supposed to. And it's, I'm not. I'm, I'm just talking about the United States. I'm talking about any country. Because I mean, you could watch you videos of uh, over in Greece when one one senator or whatever is just yeah, they actually get into fistfights and they start throwing shoes. Yeah, they start the <laughs> crazy stuff like that. But, but you know, when you wrap that gavel as master, usually those brothers are going to 
they Chill usually out. get in line because they'll think quick. and they'll be like, "Oh crap, yeah, I'm really close to violating my obligation. I shouldn't be behaving like this." And usually, mm -hmm. everything settles down. I mean, maybe in your case, things didn't work out quite that way, but <laughs> usually, anytime I've had to wrap the gavel, that's usually what happens. Everybody's like, "Oh yeah, okay, you're yeah, you're right." So, would having some system like that in place in politics i mean in during a debate i think you need to so like with political ads it's difficult to do that you'd have to like find people or something for mudslinging. Yeah, absolutely like during a debate bam you're out of order i mean they fundraise yeah they fundraise for their campaigns when they're on campaign and if you're putting out you know like uh what was the movie uh it was the campaign wasn't it with uh what's his name will ferrell I've not seen it. Was it I called the, the central commercial. <laughs> yeah, the fruit flies are everywhere. Can't but, get rid of these damn things. Right. So the the other side of that, the other the other reason that it works for Masons is we have that that moral system that we all subscribe to. Mm -hmm. That when you hear that gavel, you're like, oh, that's right. Right. I'm not going to go any further. The like politicians, I could reality. see, I could see them somebody wrapping the gavel during a debate and people just continuing to go at it well they do that right. when their they time's do. up when right. they're like oh right. sorry your time's up and they just keep going and going and going but if they had that same moral underpinning two of the things i that drive me insane and i think is extremely rude and it's even again washington's rules of civility i mean this is a president of the united states who wrote a book about rules of civility and none of these guys on capitol hill have clearly ever read it. But yeah. One of the things that he talks about in there is to, you know, we literally just went over it. As a matter of fact, just did it about letting someone else speak. Yep. And two examples are in a debate, you know, the, the, it, it goes back and forth, you know, Mr. So-and-so, Mrs. So-and-so, whatever the case may be, they'll start to ask them a question. They'll try to answer it. And the other one will just throw that little shot yeah. in there. Like you're wrong. You know, just yep. now, nah. or they roll their eyes or, Make stupid face and everything. It's rude. Mm -hmm. It's it's got no place on a political climate, especially in this country. Mm -hmm. You know, we're 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 a very popular country. People from other countries tune in to see what's happening here in in our debates and in our presidential elections That's all over the world. That's embarrassing. Man. It is very embarrassing is to see how yeah. you know you could say Republican or Democrat or Independent or Green Party, whatever. We're all American yeah. at the end of the day. Why wouldn't one American treat another American the same way? Break it down to, to Freemasonry. You know, you brought up the story about the Freemason who went to Germany. Mm -hmm. And they they couldn't prove that he was a brother, so they rearranged the furniture, put it all in the middle of the room, and let him rearrange the room to look like a lodge. Mm -hmm. And they let him in and embraced him as a brother. Yep. I, I just think about it on, on how stupid... That they look, like, do they watch? I think that's what they should do. C-SPAN should keep recordings, if they're going to keep recordings, and play it back for them just to show them how stupid yeah. and childish they yeah. look. Would you like you if you were watching this? I mean, again, I was watching the thing today about the, uh, you know, the, the testimony or the, the you know, I think it was a testimony, right, of uh, the guy Joseph uh, McGuire, mm -hmm. the uh, intelligence director or whatever. And, you know, some, you know, people would let him go up. They'd ask him a question and they'd allow him, they'd afford him the chance to speak. Others would ask a question and when he would start to answer the question, they would then talk over him or shut him down. And that, to me, is the absolute 
it tells me two things. Either your argument's full of shit and you got to talk over that person in order to, you know, not get him to disclose the right answer. Or you're just so set in your damn ways you don't care what the other person has to say. You don't want, you're not, you're not asking the questions to hear the answer. You're asking the questions to get your own thing across. Mm. And that's extremely and that's exactly rude. And, and I think, you know, for, you know, for politicians, they should be held to that same standard. Uh, I mean, some can argue that this country was made by Freemasons, others not or whatever. And it's through history. I mean, you have Andrew Jackson was fighting. And, you know, there's no, this, this is not something new. Everybody thinks that, oh, well, politics are, they're, they're out of control now. No, this has been going on since day one. I mean, yeah, I mean there was a whole like, civil war that happened. Yeah. <laughs> they would, like, duel each other and stuff. Aaron Burr like, and Alexander Burr, Hamilton, yeah, one of them took a shot in the face. Yeah. I mean, so... It's been going on for a long time. It's just it's just a shame to see that. And for me, it's embarrassing, you know, to see, you know, I'm sitting there. I'm like, wow, the world is watching us. Yeah. And you're just embarrassing the shit out of our own country. Yeah. And the way society is now, it's a soundbite society. It's, mm-hmm. a, it's yep. about getting that one liner. Mm-hmm. It's kind of like our Discord page. Our politicians. <laughs> yeah. It's like a microcosm. With their debates. Politics, exactly. Our Discord oh. page is about one up each other all the time and just taking that last shot and trying to get the best one in for that day. And that's what our politicians have become. Yeah. So if you want to see that, join Patreon and you can witness all these conversations on Discord. Right. But there's no hate involved in it. It's no. all brotherly love and I don't know. friendly jives. George yeah. says some really hateful stuff. Yeah. <laughs> I, that one was not me today. I was just relaying a message from a reliable source. That's all. <laughs> so I've got Masonic Offenses, the section from the, uh, the Fire away. Rules and Regs. What are you interested in? There's so many sections in here. Conduct of one Mason to another. Ah, okay. Let's see. I know it's in there. Sure, it is. Petitioners and candidates. Section three or something. Insignia. Hmm. While you're still looking for it, I just want to quickly say, uh, Michael Alchin, he says it's because it takes intelligence and actual belief in what you're arguing to have an actual debate. It does uh, take a conviction. You need true. to have a strong feeling. And that's why I think when we had that gun discussion, we all had very uh-huh. well thought out, strong feelings. Uh-huh. And we came to, hey, here's what I think, here's why. And I think when you have that that background or that or uh-huh. research or whatever your beliefs are, and it's based in a well thought out, formulated opinion, that's where you can find certain commonalities in those arguments, and you can find the differences, and you can try to pull together some kind of compromise mm-hmm. because you can articulate your well, point. I mean, look what we did on the podcast. Let's just say right here, master, senior warden, junior warden, and of course you're the we're master. De- Okay, whatever. I was just going in, in line. Whatever, master, it doesn't matter. Let's say we're the top three officers, okay, and we're having this gun debate. What happened during that podcast? I had an opinion. Ken had an opinion. You had an opinion. But then we, we talked about, well, you know, the Tyler should be armed. That's what you had said. Yep. Tyler should be armed. But then we also said, okay, Tyler, we're good with that one. What about the, what about the junior warden or junior deacon? He's inside the lodge. He's technically a door guard. Mm-hmm. But we talked about it, and we figured right. it out. There wasn't... I'm out. Oh, yeah. It wasn't... And that's no, what happens in politics it, now. If, right. If There's you don't no, agree with me, you're wrong, you're a racist, you're this, you're that. Yeah. Just for disagreeing, where it's like, well, no, okay, if you understand my thought process, you mm-hmm. can... Okay, well, if you believe that, well, then what about this? And Oh, okay. Yeah, I could see it that way. But, no, now it's if you disagree, and this is... 
it's bled over to society. If you don't agree with me, mm-hmm. you're labeled something. Right. Automatically, not just eh, ginger. You know. <laughs> Hold on. Walked right in the door. Uh, in all seriousness, here, here, here we go. Back to this. Joseph Schultz, media can't run a proper debate today. So, here, I got this one. And this one, I've been waiting for this. I've been waiting for actually some Joseph or any brother to, to, to throw me this alley-oop here. Uh, that is why Freemasonry doesn't talk to the media. This is why we don't argue with conspiracy theorists and shut no. the hell up. Because... Just don't engage. You don't engage. The media, we don't want you to know what's in our lodge. We don't want you to know what's going on behind closed doors, which isn't anything crazy, because you're just going to pervert it like the media does with everything. CNN will make Trump look bad. Uh, um, Fox News will make him look like he's walking on water. Like, yep. it, it, that, that's why we, we don't even bother most of the time. Mm-hmm. Me? I'm a different breed. I want to fight you. <laughs> yep, we know. So there's nothing in here in particular about one mason to another, at least not in this section, where it lists all the possible offenses. But any breach of Masonic duties is a Masonic offense. And a lot of it is laid down in your charge, Uh in your obligations. Uh, There is an interesting section here, though, that I remember reading at one point and Mm -hmm. forgot about until now. And that's the extract from general statutes of the state. So this is a Connecticut state Uh statute. Unlawful wearing of insignia. By statute law of Connecticut, section 53-377 general statutes 1958 as amended. Any person who wears the insignia, rosette, badge, or other indicia. Indicia? (laughs) Wow. (laughs) That's some, some thorough legalese there if I can't even figure it out. Of membership of any fraternal order or society that uses the same to obtain aid or assistance or uses the name of any such society, organization, or order, or the title of any of its officers, its rituals, or ceremonies, unless such person is entitled to do so under the Constitution, bylaws, or rules and regulations of such order and society, or falsely claims to be a member thereof, shall be fined not more than $500. This applies to clandestine lodges, clandestinely made masons, or imposters whose acts come within the statute adopted. And it's reprinted. It's a Connecticut state statute, but it's reprinted in the... Uh, Interesting. In the not aware of that. Did not yeah, aware of that. Pretty cool. So you can be fined $500 for walking around with square encompasses when you're not a mason. <sighs> if you can find a cop that'll enforce it. Yeah. I know a few that probably would. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure, sure there'll be a Actually, uh, while we're at it, let's do a quick toast right. to uh, right worshipful Charles Schofield. For, uh, he retired yesterday. Yeah, he He's no longer a police officer. He, uh, he finally retired. So, Joe, why don't you lead it? Right hand to arms. 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 Ready. 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 Aim. 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 Fire, good fire, fire all. Together, brothers. Viva, viva, viva. Happy retirement. You know, we did toast him on a previous episode, and we toasted him last night, so this would make number three. So yeah. we all know how Masons love the number we three. Love number three. We love you, Chip Schofield. George is a number two. Corey Lady. Gone are the... No, you're a number two. We'll get to that later. Corey Lady. Uh, gone are the days when the media reported the news without personal opinion. 
Let's get back to reporting news and not the gossip. That will never happen. And here's why. Because these news stations, they live and they make their money off of ratings. People nowadays, for some reason, love the negative stories more so than the positive. Mm -hmm. Negative things bring interest. Which is why you hear stories about, you know, this mass shooting here, that mass shooting there, which is great. I'm not saying it shouldn't be reported, but you also don't hear about the guy who walks into Walmart and gets shot in the face by a pistol, you know, legal carrying uh, army soldier, whatever. I'm just giving an example. You know, that's not reported. Why? Because doesn't fit the narrative. It doesn't fit yeah. the narrative. Yeah. Yeah. And that's there's nothing you're going to do to stop that. The only way you'd have to do that is to shut down and pull back the freedom of speech or the freedom of the press. Now, now you're doing two things. You've just violated the Constitution of the United States of America. Yep. And number two, what would you put in place of it? A state-run one? And now you I have the problem. I know of a few times it's happened too, and it didn't turn out too well for the people slope. who lived in that state. Yeah. So... It's six in one hand, half a dozen in the other. I think that it should be there should be some sort of a watchdog that that says, "Hey, if you're going to report, it needs to be factual. It, you can't just throw something out there and just like." And I, I made the example uh, today, actually, on my own Facebook thing, when uh, this whole thing went down with the. Uh, how do, how, do, how do I put it? I'm gonna have to look it up real quick. So while you're looking, while you're looking that up, a few comments here. Yeah. First from uh, worshipful brother Aaron McGoldrick, throws out a Zanino 2020, <laughs> followed by Joseph Schultz Mad Dog 2020. <laughs> Mad Dog 2020. <laughs> so uh, that's very funny. Uh, Joseph Schultz also asks, "Can you have a thought with no soul?" Uh, thank you, Joseph Schultz. Appreciate that. Um, yeah, I don't think I'm I'm embarking on a political career. I will anytime soon. I've just announced my candidacy. I'll be in your cabinet. <laughs> can I be in your cabinet? You can absolutely be. You want to be secretary? Of defense? All right. Sure. Yeah, you could screw some. So stuff here's up. what. Here's the problem. Oh, George is talking. With oh, you. oh, I'm sorry. Go ahead. I'm just gonna uh, say some of those other foreign armies have never seen a ginger coming at them. It might scare the crap out of them. You mentioned an entirely ginger yes. army. Wow. A whole an entirely ginger, ginger army. army full of Joes just walking up saying, they're always after me, lucky charms. <laughs> Is everybody going to like hold a parasol or whatever <laughs> I mean, so that they don't get You sunburned. do look like, you ever seen the movie Leprechaun? It's totally you. He doesn't you. look like them. I don't look like Like the little leprechaun, leprechaun that runs around killing everybody? No. <laughs> how, do you, how do you say that when I'm like a full foot taller than you? <laughs> I'm the leprechaun? Come on, man. Okay, fat bastard. <laughs> what are we going to go with it? All right, come on, man. <laughs> All right. right. So I wrote this on uh, Facebook, and I said, uh, the best part of this whole thing is that, especially like the, the cold, quote-unquote whistleblower thing that happened, yeah. and his testimony or her testimony, whoever the hell it is, it's a secondhand account of what it said, of what was said. Because the, the account, and I read it, you know, and I'm listening to it, and it basically was like, and a colleague told me this, and a colleague. T- now, for anybody who's you know, knows anything about law, it's uh, hearsay. It's, hearsay. Yeah, it's inadmissible. Admissible. So why are we talking about that? But I did say, 
you know, secondhand things are funny and what I wrote. And <laughs> that's like saying, that's like someone saying, I didn't see your wife banging that guy. My friend told me she did. <laughs> he always has the best analogies. You know what Facebook. I mean? But realistically, like, it's true, though. And I would never, uh, masonically speaking, you know, from getting, tr- trying to bring this all back in. You, it's like our Masonic charges. Like, unless there is, you know, a definitive fault in a Masonic charge, you have to prove that the, it was done with intent of our Masonic right. charges. Right. We covered that. And, you know, you can't use hearsay as a certain thing. And that, to me, is the problem with the media and, and the problem with society today. And this is why Freemasonry is such a good thing because those who come seeking Freemasonry quickly learn that that does not happen mm. in Masonic lodges well, amongst brothers. Be, nothing has to be substantiated in the media. Right. Right, because the next story will come and people will forget about it. Yep. And even if they print a retraction or issue a retraction on air, nobody, nobody, nobody pays it. attention to that. That had to have been Joe. Tarwood 2020, a chicken in every pot. No, that was me. Was that Hoover? Yeah. It was Hoover. I thought yeah. so. Yeah, look at that. See, I, I read history. I don't get an attaboy. Yeah, I read history too. I, I said Hoover. properly, That's he and sucks. I respect other people, but for me. Son of a bitch. So, uh, what do you think? You guys, it's 901, so uh, we're, we're actually. Uh, yeah, we're we should minutes. probably start to. 40 minutes in. We have uh, another recording to do that and we're we've not. We've got equipment check for it. We have to do equipment check for it. So, uh, and I think we pretty much just talked about it. And the only thing I wanted to drive at is that and the reason why I wanted to bring this up is because as a Freemason, these things do not occur in Masonic lodges. And I wish that society took more pieces of Masonic etiquette and applied it, especially in our political climate. Because if they were held to the same standards as a Mason, you know, being a politician, if politicians were held to the same standards as a Mason, half of them would be gone. Because we don't do that amongst brothers, and no matter what the case may be, there's always a line of respect amongst one another. And it's something that's completely lost in modern uh, the political scene. And well, it's, a sh- it's a shame. And there's a, there's a line in, in one of our... I guess it's it's part of our ritual, but I don't think I'm giving anything away, and I'll be vague on it. But it's there's a part that talks about who can best work and, and best degree, uh-huh. and that's mm-hmm. that's our measure, that's our bar. Um, and it has doesn't say anything about disagreement, but it's, you're measured by who can best work and best degree. And if somebody took that mentality mm-hmm. into politics, and we elected people that could actually come to some kind of agreement, so mm-hmm. we can actually get things done. Right. I think I think we'd be in a much better place. One last thing to think about: if in a Masonic lodge we never agreed or never tried to compromise and work out, how would our lodge turn out? Oh God, you'd be stagnant. You'd get nothing done. You'd be given in you'd your charter. A lot of yeah. disharmony. Yep. Now I want everyone to think of that on a nationwide scale. Think about if we keep disagreeing. Republican, Democrat, Independent, whatever. Think about that. System ain't going to work. You want to go back even in history to ancient Rome. This is exactly why Rome crumbled. Because of senators and politicians and Caesars and never getting along. And never 
everyone was out for each other's ass all the time. You had a, a whole you know, you know century of of emperors. I mean, granted, some of them were freaking nuts, but they're just killing each other, assassinations left and right, and you know, undermining of one another. And it was so much. Think about that in history terms. And they say history repeats itself. And that's a scary concept to think about in our modern day with nuclear weapons. It's been a downfall of every great civilization, every great empire, as you said. Um, That's been the ultimate downfall. And one of the things that was asked of the, uh, the director of intelligence today was, what do you see as the greatest threat to the United States? And he said, oh, well, uh, cyber war. Cyber war. And then he said the other thing is uh, meddling in our elections. I think he's wrong. He's dead wrong. You know what's uh, the biggest threat to our country and our world today? Us. Yeah. yeah. It's internal. Internal and disagreeing without working on it. And I just want everyone to think about that. It's, It's powerful stuff. Because if you can't agree in your Masonic Lodge, your Lodge is folding. If you can't work together in your Masonic Lodge, your Lodge is folding. Think about that on a nationwide level. Well, and also, before we move on from this, the other thing that's the beauty of a Masonic Lodge, term limits. Uh-huh. Term limits, absolutely. You're, unless you have a particular situation that uh-huh. dictates otherwise, your master has a one-year term. Sometimes it's two. It's usually not beyond that. So you're uh-huh. always getting that new influx of ideas and other uh-huh. people coming in where, yes, our, obviously our president has that, but uh-huh. Congress does not. Mm-hmm. And you're stuck with the same people that are disagreeing, right. um, and there's no new ideas coming mm-hmm. in, and that's why it's stagnant. And there's they're so, so entrenched. Much the can... mm-hmm. Exactly. Yeah. And it's not even the president. It's just it's 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 just two sides that refuse to sit down at the table and say, you know, I always say that they should sit down, you know, whoever they may be, you know, the the two top dogs of whatever it is, and sit down and be like, what do you want? Name one thing that you want that I can potentially give to you. And then I'm going to tell you what I want. It. And let's, let's, right. let's talk about it. It doesn't happen anymore. To a certain extent, I bet you some of that goes on behind closed doors, no cameras present. But as soon as somebody's watching and as soon yep. as it's on the uh-huh. record, yep. it's, no, I also I'm think, on my side, you're on yours. I also think that if... One of those, just one, one of those Republicans or Democrats decided to cross the fence to go mend that fence, his own party would close his ass down like that. I guess that's the fear. Absolutely. And that's the fear. And that is a scary thing. Once upon a time, there was talk of a John McCain, Joe Lieberman ticket. And I I would have voted for that ticket. You have one on each side and... They're both fairly moderate and towards the independent. And both of their joking, both of their but not were. joking. I think it should be a male president Republican oh, and a female vice president Democrat. They would be like a married couple. <laughs> yeah, because that works so well most of the time. Yeah. Even married couples can find common ground. That is Resolve absolutely right. Disputes. So. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but it's a work wife, though, right? It's a work husband, work wife. I was like, it's like they're. <laughs> yeah. I'm not on board. <laughs> We're clearly not solving any problems here no. tonight, gentlemen. <laughs> All right. So uh, 
What do you say? We're going to wrap this one up. We have uh, we got to do our sound check. We have uh, something else going on, and uh, it'll all be revealed. Yes. Where's my thing? In due time. Everything is going as I have foreseen. Oh, God, you misquoted, dude. <laughs> do me. Give it the kiss. No, I mean, like, turn my effects on. Not... Do me, baby. Everything is proceeding as I have foreseen it. There we go. <laughs> <laughs> you gotta, like, draw out the syllables. Mm. Yeah. Just doing a little Yoda. A little Yoda chuckle. Mmm, short you are. <laughs> Grow you will not. <laughs> You're a fucking. <laughs> <laughs> All right, uh, we're gonna shut this down. Uh, so, uh, sorry guys for the short episode, but I promise you it'll be worth it later. So, uh, for the Freemasons podcast, I'm your host, Right Warshall Brother George Marjorie, signing off. Warshall Brother Joe signing off. Warshall Brother Ken signing off. Have a good night, everyone. You're still live, but I'm shutting this shit. <laughs>